Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Hey, what's up, San Diego, and welcome into Gwen and Chris. Middle of the week, we are uh, getting together for a four-hour program. 2.01 is the time from the Odyssey Palace Studios. I'm Chris Ello. That is Tony Gwynn Jr. Matt Scraby is also along for the ride. Good show in store for you uh, in the middle of the week. Russ Dorsey from The Rally, a television program on the Bally Sports Network, will be with us in a little while to talk about these Major League Baseball playoffs. We will also have a, uh, a round of Rate the Radio call a little bit later on uh, in and around all of our uh, normal segments, so we look forward to it. We remind everybody that for the first time starting this week and including today, the show is now streamed online. You can watch us. Go to 97.3 The Fan SD on uh, Twitter, or currently known as X, or you can also go to 97.3 The Fan SD page on YouTube, and uh, when you're there, make sure you subscribe, and uh, you can uh, more easily access Gwen and Chris for the afternoon program. So we say hi to everybody. Everybody's looking good today. Tony Gwynn Jr., you included? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, Looking I, better even because you're donning some new headphones. Yeah, I, I after could. The, wow. Uh, after you, Scraby made fun of you the last two days about, your, about your failing headphones. You decided that uh, that would not be allowed, that would not be one of his targets today or would anymore. Not, he would not be able to do it for a third day. No more. So, yeah. uh, so Tony Gwynn Jr. took care of that issue. Got some headphones and, uh, you know, I, I am a little bit, concerned about my camera it's Uh-oh. not it's not following me your camera's and not uh not working properly it's not but it's all right we're gonna make it work today i all actually right. did tell chris to wave at his camera to say hello and then it started following him oh. so oh wait wait i think it's working and now tony's is working so uh no it's good, not no it's not working okay right. we'll figure that out we'll get it all figured out this is a part of the a problem of a, a startup uh, enterprise here which yes is, a startup uh, enterprise yes that is our well here here's the thing uh, for the last half hour, Scraby has been sitting in the back room, <laughs> basically complaining about every possible thing on earth. This is not true. And I, I was thinking about how my day's going, and I had nobody honk in the middle of my backswing today. I had nobody pick up my golf ball in the 18th fairway. I didn't play golf today. That's the reason neither of those two things happened. But both of them happened yesterday and set me off. I believe Tony Gwynn Jr. is having a nice, quiet, relaxed day. Yeah. So I just thought, you know, before we get into the sports, 
Might be better for you to unburden yourself a little bit, Mr. Scraby. Get it off your chest. Get it off your chest. Some of these things that are bothering you because uh, we got to settle in and have a four-hour program. We can't have you holding holding a grudge against the world. You're right. That would be bad. Typically, Chris and I have to shoulder, you know, that load that you usually let off before we come on. Yeah. But it just felt like today you didn't get it all out. So well, are, today, every time we t- calmed him down about one thing, two more things popped, popped up. up. Yep. You guys are acting like I'm some fear monger in the back of the, the studio I, back I, there. I, we didn't, I wouldn't say you're a fear monger at all. Use any I would such just language. say that you were, you're having a rough day and we're here to help. Well, here is why it's rough. Why is everything rough today? So I show, okay, well, I left work or left home. And it usually takes me about 40 minutes to get here. And uh, I type it in the little GPS, and it says you have an hour and 15 to get here. Ah. So there was an accident. accident. And you know what happened? When the accident happened, we had only one lane. It wasn't on the freeway, actually. It was going towards the freeway. So it was a street accident, and they had to close the street off. But what happened that really angered me was when the bicyclists got in front of us in the one single lane <laughs> and we had to go about 5 miles an hour for I swear to god 150 miles it 150 seemed, miles <laughs> it seemed like that it seemed like it now should you be riding a bicycle on a street that's closed no <laughs> <laughs> I got to be careful because I have angered actual bicyclists. And if you're a bicyclist out there and you're someone who does it properly, that's fine with me. I'm willing to share the road. Let me, jump these... in, let me jump in and just agree with you for a second, Scraby. I've not yet met a bicyclist who rides their bike in the actual bike lane. Thank you. <laughs> I've Thank not you. met a single one of you. If you're a bicyclist out there... Your lane that they have been nice enough to basically paint all over the city of San Diego is something that you are never in. So first message to the city of San Diego, get rid of all the bike lanes because the bike people don't use them anyway. They they go ahead and ride wherever they damn well please. You know, Chris, we are on the verge of angering a very passionate fan base of bicyclists. I'm just here. telling it like it you is. And if you're a, if you're a true bicyclist out there, you know darn well you do not stay in your bike lane all the time. You know you don't. There are some bicyclists that will ride uh, will, will share the road, but it becomes a cleanup artist. It's the it's the <laughs> 75 bikes in a group that just hold up everything that really bothers me. Okay. All right. So that happened. So, so that was one thing. That was, yeah. that was the beginning. Of that the was day. the beginning of, uh, I usually of get the here, torture. Yes. I usually get here around like 1130, 1145. Uh, got here at 12.40 today because of everything. So I was a little panicked to begin with because I hadn't set up everything. So then I try to go into StreamYard and get our live stream working. This is where Chris and I started to get involved in Scraby's day right here. And StreamYard wasn't working. It just kept reloading over and over, and I'm like, ma, all over the place. What is what is the streaming art for the people that don't? It's, know. it's called StreamYard. StreamYard. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. that's okay, the website well, that... that we use to stream everything. Oh, okay. So the website wasn't working. That we need to stream the show. So yes. it didn't look like you're going to be able to stream the show. No. So I run back. To... But you are not just mad at what's it called? StreamYard. Yes, StreamYard. you're not just mad at that. You were mad at the entire Odyssey Corporation, <laughs> and, and, and I'm trying to figure out how you were able to 
focus your anger on an entire corporation <laughs> for the fact that one website was seemingly down for five minutes. Well, the way that StreamYard is set up is you have you don't have a password. So it's not like we could log in with someone's email and just share the password for everyone. When you need to log in, you get a code to that person's email. So now when... We have to, when I get locked out, I have to text the person to give me the code that will sign me in. say, heads up, here's a code coming your way. Yeah, and then I got to be hoping that that they're they're near their phone because if they're not near their phone, we're not getting in. Thankfully, Paul was near his phone today, and he helped me out. But this this whole this whole thing, I love the streaming. I do. I think it's fun. I think it's uh, you know different for our show, and you get to see me be a crazy person on the cameras. But why can't I just have my own? And and he was on the he was on the cusp, ladies and gentlemen, of of really leaping off the end. He he was on the cusp. Yeah, it's a good it's a good thing the windows don't open here on the sixth floor. Because uh, he could have been out on the ledge. I almost threw a chair through one. Listen, he was certainly he was. I'm glad Paul answered. I'm glad he got back quick. And he said because what happens is when Scraby gets like this and he and it doesn't end up successful. Yeah, we wear it on those days. And you know what the problem is? Is when I tell the guys that there's something going on, they go, "Did you check the internet?" Did you restart Wait a the second, computer? is that me talking again? Are you doing another version I'm, of my voice? No, that is a mixture of you two together. I didn't realize that I am the master of all of these different voices. Because every time you do an imitation of me, it's a totally different voice. I think Chris knows I at this point. I think I have one voice that I know of. I think Chris knows at this point that uh, when tech things come up, don't say anything to me because it will just make me fly off so the handle. he's directing it at me now because I was the only one really talking to him at this point. And I was just suggesting things to him that would help keep him calm. Is there internet? I yes, there's know. internet. I did not ask you about the internet. Did you restart? Group. Did you shut down the computer? No, actually, Tony, I restarted it, updated everything like it's that. Not That's not shutting thing. down. That's not the same thing. Yes, it is. It no, shuts down and then it restarts. Restart. There's a reason why there's a restart and a shutdown. They're different applications, they're, they're, right? They're, they're two different things, man. Yeah. We are getting some comments on the feed right here, too, about the bicyclists. And they mm-hmm. said, I hate when they get in the turn lane like they're a dang car. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. I'm well, only laughing because these thoughts have crossed my mind. We're, we're going to take bikes. a lot of criticism for criticizing bicyclists because the bicyclists themselves are going to band together. But I will also tell you that the, like rest the, of us, the rest of us who are not bicyclists are going to band together on the other side of this. So one more. I, I feel confident that we'll have plenty of support. One more. Uh, oh, actually, two more. Uh, Jose says, I agree that bicyclists are a delivery driver's worst nightmare. I feel for you, Jose. I cannot even imagine. And then Brock said, those in North County call the cyclists that ride uh, to their own rules, the spandex militia. <laughs> I agree with that one. One of yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If what's going on in the world, that might be a little harsh right now. They're just bicyclists. Oh, All right. I don't uh, know if I should go off on this one, too, but just because of what's going on in the world, we can have a joke with the word of militia. I and think. we did. Uh, cool. 2-11 is the time. We are getting rolling here. We're going to talk about this uh, Phillies-Diamondbacks game last night, which mm. was a one-sided affair. So much for my uh, premonition that the Diamondbacks would be able to carry over the momentum created late in Game 1 into Game 2. That did not happen. Tony said it would not happen. He was accurate. Uh, Trey Turner took care of uh, a lot of the uh, drama with 
a home run in the first inning. Kyle Schwarber took care of the rest of the drama by homering in the third and then again in the sixth. Uh, this guy's on absolute. I mean, he's hitting two nineteen in the postseason, but I wouldn't pitch to him. Uh, he Yeah, he's yeah. an automatic home run right now. And if he's not, then Bryce Harper is. JT Riomuto chipped in three RBIs. Aaron Nola, who had a career ERA of eight against the Diamondbacks, turned that around with uh, six uh, shutout innings, no walks, three hits. The Phillies look like a world champion team right now. Yeah. And uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see if anybody can derail them. They, um, again, we talk, we've talked about it a lot during the postseason about execution in terms of pitches. I mean, Merrill Kelly had some bad misses in, in those particular at-bats you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, they're not, and the Phillies are in a spot right now. They're so locked in. They're not missing They're not going to miss any of them. Like, no. Sometimes those turn into foul balls. They, they end up not hurting you. Yeah. Right now it seems like every mistake that's in the middle of the plate is getting pummeled. Well, Merrill Kelly only gave up three hits. Every single one of them left the ballpark. Yeah. So, you know, like so you said. So that's he made three mistakes, basically. Yeah, when he, made, when he made his pitches, he was able to get these guys. And, and that's the way it is uh, with most of these postseason pitchers. Yeah. But if you lay something in there, man, Schwarber right now is loaded for bear. And uh, he just continued. I mean, I, I almost felt like he needed a do-over on that home run that only landed in the front row. <laughs> right. Like, for him, that was like a missed opportunity. But... uh uh, the Phillies have hit, get this, 15 home runs in the last four games. I, I don't care what time of the season that is. That is winning baseball. It's going to be pretty tough to beat that. Um, the Phillies have uh, outscored their opponents by 33 runs in eight playoff games. That's the biggest run differential in the history of of postseason. Mm. No one's ever had a run differential of plus 33 over eight games. And the Phillies have done that. So that's what the Diamondbacks now face. And, uh, you know, the only other team that's been almost as hot as the Phillies, of course, is the Rangers. Because yeah. they haven't even lost a game. They're 7-0, and and they've outscored their opponents by 23 runs in the playoffs. They'll uh, get tested again tonight. Game three of the ALCS will be in Texas. I'm, I'm interested to see against the Astros. what Scherzer looks like tonight. I it'll mean, be cur- it'll be interesting to see what Scherzer we get. Yeah, but I don't think Bochy put him out there if he didn't think. He I was don't ready. think so either. I don't think so either. I I don't think, um, especially with a, a guy like Chris Young at the helm, they're not going to just bring him back. For the sake of bringing it back, he's going to need to be. Yeah, ready. this isn't just like for this isn't like a box office attraction. No, no. this is Game Three of the American League Championship Series. You're on I, the cusp of going to a World Series. Yeah, here. I can't believe Bochi would just throw him out there to the to the Wolves. But the Astros can make you look like you've been thrown to the Wolves if they're hitting. So we'll see about that series. A lot of people think that one's still alive, even though Texas leads two nothing. The Philadelphia Arizona series, most people feel like that one's uh, done. Close the book; it's over after the Phillies' ten nothing pummeling last night. All right, uh, we are underway for a Wednesday. We've got some Padre news to share with you, and it is good news in the Gold Glove Award finalist category. We'll let you know who made the finals uh, from the San Diego Padres, and uh, I believe. If everything goes right, Tony, one of these Padres can make gold glove history this season. I don't recall anybody ever having won two gold gloves in the same year 
Because I don't believe that's something that could ever be done before. Yeah. But all of a sudden, it's a chance. So we'll tell you who's a Gold Glove Award finalist and the rest of the Padres stuff when we come back. It's Gwen and Chris underway for a Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for participating. Thanks for watching on the new stream. And thank you to Scraby for getting us on and uh, just, you know, comfortably and relaxingly (laughs) easing us into the program in the best manner possible. It has put me in the right frame of mind to deliver a terrific show for all of you on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 221 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Gwen and Chris, finalists today in Major League Baseball for Gold Glove finalists were were released today, and the Padres had three finalists. Well, technically two finalists, three categories. And this is what Chris was getting at with a possible first time in history could happen, because I can't think of it happening ever. Ever. Ha Sung Kim is nominated one of the finalists for at second base. He also is one of the finalists for the utility gold glove. Never heard of the utility gold glove before. I think last year, maybe or the year before, was the first year of it. Yeah, it, it had to start recently because uh, there was no such thing as a gold glove that I recall. Gold glove utility winner many years ago. Of course, there weren't really a lot of utility players that played a lot. Many years ago. Used to be if you were a utility guy, that meant you were on the bench. You know, everybody else kind of held their position. Yeah. But baseball's trying to keep up, you know, with the times, basically, in the way I look at it, Tony. And, uh, you know, go ahead. I mean, a guy like Hassan Kim, who played ton of ton of second base, but more shortstop. Or, I mean, not more shortstop than second base, but a lot of shortstop along the second base and third base. Mookie Betts is the other utility finalist. He played outfield and infield. I'm looking at the um, at the list of Gold Glove Award winners now. Apparently, maybe they do it every now and again because last year, Brendan Donovan of the Cardinals was the utility Gold Glove Award winner. Okay. But there was nobody the two years previous to him. And then in 2000. 18, they gave Freddie Freeman a utility gold glove. What? Right? That doesn't make any sense, does it? Is that Freeman's a baseball own... reference? Yeah, it's in the baseball reference. List of gold glove winners. Uh, Freeman only... I can't think of him only playing first base. I yeah, I, I think that just... Maybe that 
maybe that's just in the wrong category. So last year was the first. I think last year was the first year they ever had the the utility winner. Donovan in the National League, LeMayhew in the American League last year. So, yeah, I believe that's it as far as Gold Glove Award winners is concerned. In the utility category. So, yeah, Hassan Kim could be the first ever to win two. He's got a chance. He could win them both. I mean, he certainly – I mean – He started just so we – they got a a breakdown of his starts in 2023. Started 98 games at second base, 23 – excuse me, 29 at third base, and 16 at shortstop. One DH. So those can't are, win anything for the DH. No, <laughs> not with one. <laughs> the, the other three combined to get you the utility spot. But along with uh, Hassan Kim is, I, I don't think this is a surprise. Is Fernando Tatis Jr. Absolutely, uh, he's up yeah. on, the, on the finals with Mookie Betts, Lane Thomas. Mookie Betts also a double finalist uh, utility, along with Tommy Ed, Edmund and Hassan Kim. Um, I think Fernando's going to win right field. Yeah, I think he should. I mean, but again, we don't see Lane Thomas play too much outfield, but I don't think statistically, right? The numbers that they use to measure these things. I think Fernando was the... Fernando's the runaway winner in that stuff. I think he was tops in runs yeah. saved. Yeah, uh, runs saved and outfield assists and all of the analytical things that they use. So I think Fernando's going to win, and Hassan Kim ought to get one of the two. If he doesn't get both, he's I, he's uh, once again in a. Last year he was at the shortstop position, mm-hmm. and he ran into Dansby Swanson in there. This one, he's in another tough category, right? Bryson Stott, tremendous second baseman, Nico Horner, as well. Um, I hope he hope he gets the win out of it. But that's I think that's probably one of the tougher yeah. categories this year. Yeah, a couple of quick notes on this on the Gold Glove because uh, that's the good news for the Padres is that Hassan Kim is a two time finalist and. Fernando deservingly so is one time. Uh, Trent Grisham's reign as a two-time Gold Glove winning center fielder will come to an end. Mm. Uh, Brenton Doyle, Michael Harris, and Alec Thomas are the finalists in center field. So He's got some- Trent Grisham will not repeat. All three of those guys can go get it. Too. Yes, they can. And here is the shocker. You want the shocker, Tony? Arenado's not in a, in play. Arenado isn't even a finalist. Are we, at third are we base. sure? Is this a mistake that no, they made? No, I'm looking right at it. He's not even a finalist at third base. But with Arenado out of the picture, Manny still can't even get in there as a finalist. I love Austin Riley. I like Ryan McMahon. I don't know a whole lot about Key Brian Hayes. There is just no way you can convince me that any of the three play a better third base than Manny Machado. But they're the finalists at third base, so there you go. Yeah, I, That's I the bad news. Yeah, I can't convince you of that, but those dudes can play. I don't, I, I don't, this is, I mean, Manny, you know, I, I think at this point, it seems like it's baked in the cake at this point. Like That they just, would are, what, they're never going to give him a gold glove? No, they just think that he, everything's got to line up, it seems like. He's got to be healthy. He's got to be, you know, all the things. Because what, he's a finalist, what, two years ago? Was it two years ago he was the finalist? I can't remember. Or was it last year? Because he was up for the MVP last year, too. I think he was a finalist last year. Was it last year? year? Okay. One of the two. 
I, I just can't, I couldn't remember which one it was, but it 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 seems like. And listen, if this was a if if we're gonna go back of the last three years, this was probably the year where you could see it not him not being a finalist. Uh, but the two previous years, we were dumbfounded by. I can't. It. I cannot see any Gold Glove finalist category that doesn't include Manny Machado at third base. I. I, I just. I, I don't see anybody that plays it better. Three guys, especially, uh, getting the nod over Manny. He played uh, 138 games this year. He had 601 in plate appearances. So I don't necessarily think injury or lack of playing time is a good excuse, but. For whatever reason, Manny doesn't register in the minds of Gold Glove winning uh, voters. He was down in the metrics that they used this whatever. year. Whatever compared to his previous years. You watch every single game, Tony. Come I on, I do. I mean, you hang that star out there. In fact, he makes so many plays that are spectacular that when he makes an unbelievable play, let's say similar to the one that um, that Alex Bohm made last night, diving down the third base line and robbing. Uh, uh, more Moreno of a hit for Arizona. Yeah, the first thing you do is you look at Dave to make sure it's you should be giving him the star because he has to do something worthy of a star. And for Manny, that 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 uh, platform is very high. I see your point, but if Manny made the play that Bone played, no, I would, you would give I would him not one look for at that. Dave for no, that. No, you one. would give him that. He would get that one easily. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I no, mean, I he you. makes so many incredible plays. Look we easy take him for granted that for we sure. take it for granted. I, so I, I I'm going to continue to fight for him to win a Gold Glove until he gets one to add to the two he won in Baltimore ten years ago. Now it was the last time he won a Gold Glove for 2015 and 2013 in Baltimore. Man, ten years since he's won a Gold Glove. Yeah, huh? or eight. Did he play Come enough on. games at third base to qualify? Yeah, he played 100, he 138 played every, games. Yeah. I, I don't know. Really? At third base. It he, just seemed like it because he was DH in yeah, the last that's what season. Yeah. But that was only the last like two, three, two, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. But how about Arenado not even being a finalist when the guy – he's not only been the gold glove the last six or seven years. He's, he's been, like been the platinum. platinum glove winner as the best fielder in all of baseball. It's just further proof that you can have a all, down year. Even at that level. Yeah. But Manny didn't have a down year at third base. I don't know. He made every play. So congrats to Austin Riley. Or I mean, I've seen Ryan McMahon a, a hundred times here in San Diego. There's just no way he's as good as Manny at third base. I Sorry. Don't, I don't think he is as good as Manny. But on a year, he can be. Well, he was. Apparently this year. So <laughs> there's your balloting. Let's get to break. When we come back, Russ Dorsey. Valley Sports joins us next. More Gordon and Chris on the way. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
right, welcome back to uh, Glenn and Chris. Wednesday edition, 2.37 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Glenn Jr., Matt Scraby, all together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Russ Dorsey from the Rally uh, television program on the Bally Sports Network. He's their baseball insider, talking about the success of the Phillies and the Rangers. They look like they're on a collision course to meet in this year's World Series. One thing that was interesting... Uh, Braden Soprenant brought this up on at the end of his show with the, the coach, Sean Quintero, and I hadn't thought of it. But there hasn't been any competitive series yet in this postseason. The only series in which both teams have won a game, right, is the Phillies-Braves series. Hasn't everything else been a sweep? No, I think the Astros lost one to the Twins. They did. Right. But there hasn't been a... Um, there hasn't been a game five or a game seven, you know, with everything on the line. There, that drama has been missing from these playoffs so far. Yeah, interesting. No, no, I, I think it has. I think um, from the, at least from a standpoint of, of these, this particular playoffs, um, the games that have been played have been close, but. The actual series has it in some cases, right? right. Like the games have been pretty good. The games yeah. have been good games, yeah. but the team that had won the previous it has ended up winning. Winning and, the other one, yeah. and so that it, 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 the, the series hasn't had the drama or has dragged out as long yeah. because of that. But all of the fans out there have been able to get their uh, broom emojis out on Twitter for the sweeps that keep taking place. We'll see if that happens in the AL and NLCS. Uh, which uh, continue on here uh, tonight. Game three of the American League Championship Series with uh, the Texas Rangers home to the Houston Astros. Remember, the Astros were very, very good on the road this year. Dominant, in fact. Won over 50 games on the road. Christian Javier is pitching tonight for Houston. He's been a great postseason pitcher, but Bruce Bochy can come back with a Hall of Famer and Max Scherzer. So, be interesting. They get underway about 5 o'clock. Uh, also tonight, a little later, I should point this out, the WNBA champion could be crowned this evening. The Las Vegas Aces play in New York against the Liberty with the Aces ahead two games to one. They need to win on the road, but if they do, they will close out their second consecutive WNBA championship. That has been the outcome that everybody predicted at the beginning of the season. This is the, the first... I shouldn't say it's the first, but it's one of the more recent super teams. No, I would say it. it's the first super team the WNBA has seen, and uh, they are one win away from being crowned back-to-back champs. Yeah, but I think they they got a couple of their key players are injured yeah. for the Aces tonight. So a lot of people think the Liberty will force it back to a dramatic and deciding game. Vegas, we'll see about that a little bit later on. All right, let's get back to baseball here. Uh, Russ Dorsey does a great job for uh, – the rally television program, we watched it almost every day in here. We did. When the Padres were on the uh, Bally Sports Network. We have and, sworn away Bally Sports. Well, not totally. We've got Russ Dorsey on the show. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Jeez, please. The put, only reason I say that, that is the, because we used to watch it every day and I miss it because it's a good show. Put, it in a good the, show. put in the large category of things that Scraby should not yeah, say. Yeah, that was bad. Stick that in there. That was bad. And then uh, let's Stick get to our visit with Russ Dorsey. And talking more Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh, very happy to be joined right now by uh, Bally Sports and uh, the program, The Rally. Mr. Russell Dorsey joins us here on Gwyn and Chris. And uh, 
Russ, I don't know. We're two games into the ALCS and NLCS, and it looks like we can start making World Series reservations. Do you see anything getting in the way now of a Rangers-Phillies World Series? Uh, Well, I'll start on the National League side. I think we are all in agreement as a baseball industry that the Phillies are a thing, and they have that look in their eyes, especially offensively. The fact that they have 14 homers in their last four games, they have – 19 homers this postseason. They had 24 all of last season, and they played. They would have played nine more games last year. It's kind of wild when you think of this offense and how they are improved from last year. And the fact that you're getting the best out of Trey Turner and Nick Castellanos, who they basically got nothing from uh, all of last year, and they're playing with so much confidence and flair and energy that when you just you have those big moments in the game, you know they're going to do something. So on that side, as fun as the D-backs have been, I thought that they would have to win two games at Citizens Bank Ballpark to move past the Phillies. And when you lose the Zach Gallen and the Merrill Kelly starts, yeah. it makes it, it makes the math that much harder. And then on the other side for the, you know, the Astros, I do think because they've been there seven consecutive times, they probably have had their backs against the wall before, as we've seen on their way to winning a couple World Series titles. So. It's important to win game three. I think this is as much must-win as you can get because you don't want to go down in somebody else's building three games to nothing. But I'm confident for a team that has been there and done that, they're going to play their best game tonight. Russ, let's go back to that Philadelphia series, and Bryce Harper is one of the main guys leading the way. Um, What would a World Series title at this point do for a guy like Bryce Harper. He's already lived up to expectation. The expectation that was gargantuan, maybe only under LeBron James in terms of uh, time that he spent in the limelight. What does a world title do for a guy like Bryce Harper? It cements the legacy, right? Like To your point, it's a guy who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated at 16 years old. Like, if he wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer, two-time MVP, it's bust, right? The guy failed, (laughs) and he's done all those things. The only thing he hasn't done is win that World Series title. He got his team there last year, hitting the biggest homer of his life to seal the deal against, unfortunately, the San Diego Padres. (laughs) Uh, But it, it it was a monumental moment for his career. And I think we are seeing one of the best to do it in the biggest moments. The thing that... Unfortunately, we would like to see from a guy like a Mike Trout. We're seeing from Bryce Harper, right. and the World Series title only cements that legacy for a guy who will be in Cooperstown one day. What do you make of Kyle Schwarber, Russell? I mean, this guy, uh, I mean, a 197 batting average. Uh, he, he seems like the ultimate analytics player, you know? I mean, it's either strikeout or walk or home run. And in the postseason, it seems like more times than not, it's that home run. I, I mean... You know, you give up a home run to this guy, or one or two every. It seems like if you hold him to one, you've you've held him down, and I, I I just don't know what you do with a guy like this. If you're the Phillies, you just you ride the wave, I guess. I think when you look at for everybody out there looks at Kyle Schwarber, it's like you mentioned three true outcomes, right? But I covered Kyle Schwarber when he was playing here in Chicago. I've gotten to know Kyle Schwarber over the years, and I think when looking at Kyle Schwarber on now his fourth team and how he impacts winning, you can't quantify in numbers what Kyle Schwarber brings to the table. Now, obviously, you have a guy that can hit close to 50 home runs every year. That's something you can quantify. 
uh, the, but what he brings to you from a culture standpoint. There's a reason that Kyle Schwarber has only missed the postseason one time in his big league career. It was 2019 when he was a member of the Chicago Cubs. That's a guy that you build around. That's a guy that's a significant leader, and it's a reason that teams wanted his services. It's a reason that the Boston Red Sox had so much success when he was there. It was a reason that the chemistry in Washington was there even though they didn't win, and the fact that he went to a situation where he could impact winning in Philadelphia, I, I don't think it is a shock that the teams he's on that have success in the postseason because the guy's a winner, right? He's just one of those guys where you say, you, you're going to look back at the career. It might not be, you know, it might not finish with him in Cooperstown, but you're going to say Kyle Schwarber was one of the, the this generation's greatest winners and impacted that in a lot of different ways. It's such a good point, Russ, because when you watch not only Kyle Schwarber, and I, I'm positive after being around people in the game that he has a big, uh, impact on on what this team looks like when they're not in the batter's box, when they're not on the field. Like when you watch them in the dugout, this Philadelphia Philly team looks like, you know, you hear it often that they in, like genuinely enjoy and are pulling for one another. And it it's kind of a throwback. You, you don't see teams that are that engaged with one another, it seems like, throughout the course of the year. Yeah, and they're uh... – and I say this in a very respectable way. Like, they're like a travel ball team, right? <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, right, we just go get off the bus. We have a good time. We hit each other. Our coach got to tell us to focus before we go on the field because we're having that much fun. They are very much travel ball team. And it is – you're getting the purest form of baseball out of them. And the fans know that, too. That's why those crowds in Philly have been so crazy because they've, you know, fallen in love with this – Philadelphia Phillies team that started last year and they didn't really have a lot of turnover. They actually added guys like Trey Turner to that mix and you're seeing the best of them right now. And it's the reason that I think if they do what we think they're going to do and get to the World Series, I don't think that there's anybody this year that can beat them. Russ Dorsey works for uh, Bally Sports. You see him on the Rally uh, television program. We've watched him over the years uh, prior to Padre baseball games, and he joins us here. Uh, let's take a look at the Rangers, and, and, and we've talked plenty about the Astros over time, and Jordan Alvarez continues to be remarkable. But the Rangers are led by Corey Seager, who himself is a World Series MVP. I, I don't know that he gets the same cachet as some of these other guys right now, but uh uh, somebody's leading this Texas team on the field because we know off the field it's Bruce Bochy. I mean, he's working his magic again. And I, I, I wonder what you feel from afar covering Bochy and maybe getting to know him some during the games, what you feel is the reason or what works and it makes his magic tick. I'll start with on the field and I'll get into the dugout with Bruce Bochy. I think when you invest $500 million in Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, you have a plan that these two guys are going to be the centerpiece of what we do as a ball club, right? You give Corey Seager $325 million, you give Marcus Simeon $175 million, and you say, all right, Marcus, you're going to be that leader, that guy in the clubhouse that guys can go to, the lead-by-example type of guy. Corey Seager, not really a big vocal guy, not really the, the rah-rah guy, just going to go out there and he's going to hit 315, going to hit – 35 homers, driving over 100, get 180 base hits. And honestly, guys, if it wasn't for the fact that he missed 40 games yeah. with a variety of different injuries earlier in the season, we could be talking about him no you know, winning AL MVP over Shohei Otani. And so 
they've had those two guys lead the way for them. You get Adonis Garcia that has a career year. Nathaniel Lowe actually had a down year, but that was a guy who had a breakout for them last year. You get you know Josh Young, who you know, was in the running for AL Rookie of the Year before he got banged up. And, and then you add a kid in Evan Carter who was a top 100 prospect, just got called up a little bit over a month ago, and is seeing all this for the first time. His first real taste of the big leagues is in the, the biggest stages in the sport, and that's a, that's a moment that can you know get to a lot of guys. A lot of guys can't handle that, and he's rising to the occasion. And then I think when you look in the dugout, once you add all those players in like Seager and Simeon, you say, who's going to be the guy to take this ball club to the next level? And I know there are a lot of people out there that don't necessarily feel like the manager has a lot of impact on how a team performs, but to have a guy in Bruce Bochy that has been there, that has done that, that have been in those big moments, that has been the leader of a team that's won three World Series titles in San Francisco with the Giants, and it's walking into a situation where like, all right, we have the pieces, we've invested the money, now we need to go out there and do it. You're seeing a Rangers team where it wasn't always pretty throughout the season. They were the best team in baseball for about five months, and then for the last two months, we didn't know if they were going to make it to the postseason. And now that they're there, they're looking like the team that we all expected them to be. Yeah, you look across the Final Four, all of the teams' personalities match their manager's personality. And that brings me to the other side of the field and Dusty Baker and the Houston Astros. I mean, you mentioned it before, this team has been in it seven straight times. I don't think they'll blink. Why is it that I think everybody feels like this series is not over? Yeah, I think that experience is invaluable, especially this time of year. Sometimes I do feel like we throw age around, oh, this is a young team. We did it with the D-backs, and the D-backs were smoking everybody until they ran into a buzzsaw in the Philadelphia Phillies. But I think it it is important for a team that has been in these moments, especially when their backs are against the wall, right? It's not comfortable being down two games to nothing. But knowing that, all right, we got a couple World Series in the tuck. We've been there four times in the last eight years. We should be feeling really good about where we are because this Rangers team, it's been a long time since they've been in these moments trying to get back to the World Series. If you're Alex Bregman or if you're Jose Altuve, you've been here before. You've had your back against the wall before. And for guys like you know Kyle Tucker, right, Chaz McCormick, Yair Diaz, like all these guys who – Jeremy Pena – you got to grow up in this culture where, even though you're younger, you now feel that same confidence and energy because it's been a culture of winning. And I, I think they are a team, because they have that experience, they're not going to get flustered. I would be very shocked if they got swept by the Texas Rangers. I, I just have a hard time believing that happened. But they have some guys that they haven't gotten their best from. I think the world of Kyle Tucker as a player, but they haven't gotten their best out of Kyle Tucker. Jose Altuve, same thing. Those guys combined for uh, six for 47 through the first two games of that series. You need a lot better from that if you want to advance to the World Series. Russ Dorsey, great stuff from uh, Bally Sports, uh, the uh, television program, The Rally. And uh, last thing, Russ, uh, from afar or even from close, uh, because I know we've seen you out here in Southern California what did you make of this Padres season of failure? And what do you make of what you think they should do, you know, what would be best for this ball club moving forward? Obviously, they've made the decision to bring back A.J. Preller and Bob Melvin. Uh, they got some free agents they have to worry about. But 
What do you think about the direction of this team? Can they bounce back and put this year behind them with a big season next year? I They were the biggest enigma in baseball to me where I, for the longest time, said, they got to figure it out. They got to figure it out. They're too talented. They're too talented. As you guys did there watching in San Diego. Yeah, welcome to like, the club. This team, is, <laughs> this team is far too talented to be playing the way that they are. And you you can only do the, now nah, they're going to turn it around. They're going to flip the switch for so long before you look up. And it's September. And even in September, they had a mathematical shot to get into the postseason there at the end before they didn't. I, I still look at that team and I say, on paper, let's say you run that this last season back a hundred times. I don't think you have the same result, yeah. the, same, the same thing that happens, right? Yeah. However, it did happen. And I think having a, a – a, the messaging has to be the same, right? I think there needs to be – everybody has to be on the same page. And I think this is the last shot for this group. Now, who they add in the offseason, you're going to have, you know, Blake Snell, who is going to be the NL Cy Young winner, who was fantastic all year. Will he return? Will he go somewhere else? That's a big question. That's a big loss if Blake Snell, you know, leaves and goes somewhere else. So they have some questions. They are still extremely talented. You still have the big boys there for you that should be able to carry you. And, but at the same time, this is their last shot. Like, if I, I have a hard time believing that you continue to run it back if it doesn't work over the first four months of the 2024 season. Well, we will all uh, hold our breath here in San Diego <laughs> and uh, hope it works out next time around. Uh, Russ, we appreciate the time. It's always great catching up with you. It's great meeting you last year at the uh, winter meetings, and uh, hope we get a chance to see you again soon. Enjoy the rest of the baseball playoffs, and thanks for all your great insight. Anytime, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Russ. Russ Dorsey from the uh, Bally uh, Sports Network, the uh, program The Rally. Uh, you can watch it on the Bally Sports Network. He's a baseball insider and uh, good stuff, especially thought his comments on Kyle Schwarber were good. You know, I didn't realize Schwarber, you know, was that good in terms of being on playoff teams yeah. every single time. And there's something to be said for guys like that. I don't know how exactly what they do or exactly how they go about things. But when you talk about a leader, that's the kind of guy you want in your clubhouse. You don't know exactly what he does, but it must be right. Everybody I've ever talked to about Kyle Schwarber says the same exact thing. He's just like a normal dude, loves baseball, but is about that team kind of feel. And when you think about all the teams he's been on, Cubs, Cubs, Sox, Phillies, Red Sox, Nationals, yeah, and they've all been good. They've all done, They've all done well when he's there. Yeah, when he's there, they win. And the Phillies are winning with him right now. The Phillies will be facing Brandon Fought, the rookie, in Game 3 of that. Then LCS manager Tori Lovello confirmed that today. But today it's Game 3 of the American League Championship Series. Still a couple of hours away, which gives us time to delve into our daily gambit. Another thing's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 